Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Did you know that you don't have to wait in line to ride some of your favorite attractions? You've just tuned in to the only podcast that brings the magical world of Disney and technology closer to home. Welcome to the DizCast with your hosts, Mark Silverman and Kyle Duffield. Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2010, and this is show number 31 of the DizCast. Coming up on this week's show, Kyle and I talk a little bit about an upcoming D23 event down in Disney World. We feature some vinyl Disney music, and as always, we catch you up with your latest Disney and technology news. But first, some contact information. You can find us on the web at sylvies.com forward slash discast. Email the show at podcast.sylvies.com. Follow us over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash discast. Or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the discast. And now, on with the show. Now to give us his take on the magical world of Disney and tech, here's Kyle Duffield with this week's Diz Talk. Hello and welcome to the very first segment of Diz Talk, formerly Cast Member Corner. My name is Kyle Duffield. And joining me for the very first time on the Diz Talk is Mark Silverman. How you doing today, Kyle? Good, how are you, Mark? I'm doing good, and I'm glad to be here on Diz Talk. Well, this is, for those of you who are a little bit confused, is, of course, formerly Cast Member Corner, but uh, uh, due to just recent changes I wanted to make, uh, I decided to rename the segment Diz Talk, and I think it's a little bit more catchy, too. <laughs> yeah, it definitely fits the theme of the show. Exactly. Um, so this week, uh, I decided to talk about the upcoming D23 uh, event at Walt Disney World called Flowers and Fireworks. Um, and I'm don't going to be going to this event, and I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so basically, what's going to be happening at this event is uh, going to be two days worth of presentations and basically, um, you know, private dinners and desserts. I have the uh, schedule in front of me, actually. Basically, the first day uh, starts at about 7.45 in the evening and it's going to be a private dinner on the uh, Grand Floridian beach, I guess. Basically you're going to be, uh, it's going to be a private dinner there. Um, and then after that, you'll have a short presentation about, um, basically the fireworks, uh, how the fireworks are done every night, uh, which I'm looking forward to. That's going to be really cool. And then you get a private viewing of wishes. Yeah. I mean, wishes is one of those great fireworks show. And you know, that's going to be very interesting to hear, you know, how they pull off those great fireworks every single night. That's right. And also, uh, there'll be a private viewing of the uh, electric uh, water pageant parade. Yeah, and to say I'm jealous is an understatement, but it gets worse <laughs> for me, trust me. That's right. And uh, for, for those of you who are not coming to the event, uh, have no fear, because I'm going to try to record a lot of the presentations that are going to be going on, uh, if I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, not, if not, you'll definitely be getting a review from me, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting fact here, I think the water pageant is probably the longest running Disney parade. Yeah, it probably is. It says here it has launched since the Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, so... So there you go. I've actually never seen the full water pageant parade. I usually just catch it floating past the Lagoon 
and then the lights will just turn off so i never actually seen the full portion of it so it's gonna be interesting yeah I, i've seen bits and parts of it when i was down in disney world last april but um mm -hmm. yeah i mean the whole thing it looks pretty cool i mean the music's great but no the music's fantastic yeah absolutely yeah i'm gonna try to get a video of that too hopefully all right and then on day two 9 a.m but uh of course i'm staying at a disney hotel so I'm basically gonna have to get up at like 6.30 to get a bus out to the Yacht Beach Club for breakfast, which is gonna be a private breakfast in the Yacht and Beach Club uh, Convention Center there, I guess. Basically, a bunch of stations. Uh, the Vice President of Epcot, I don't have his name here, I'm sorry. Dan Cockrell. The Vice, thank you, Dan Cockrell. Vice President of, of Epcot, Dan Cockrell, is gonna be there. He's gonna be talking about basically the Flower Garden Festival, um, basically the history of it, and also also, uh, just upcoming events coming to Epcot, especially the 15th anniversary of the Food and Wine Festival, which is going to be very interesting as well. What are your thoughts on that, Mark? Well, um, I mean, jeez, I mean, you're pretty much getting the inside information from the man who runs Epcot. I mean, Epcot is one of those is one of the greatest Disney parks I think Disney has out there. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're getting inside of everything, and yeah, yeah. Once again, jealous. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not the first time I actually met a vice president of a theme park. Uh, last year at Studio 20 event, we got a chance to meet the yeah, vice president of the Disney Hollywood Studios, and that was really cool. So. It also says you're having a um, presentation from the WDW uh, Walt Disney World Parks event coordinator and development operations manager, Michael uh, Jenner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what he's going to be talking about. <laughs> I don't have the information in front of me, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's see, it says you'll give a sneak peek at the Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, which I just mentioned. <laughs> right, yeah. And it says cooking up delicious dishes for Disney guests, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And then after that, basically, they move it over to Epcot and basically have like a bunch of free time to yourself until you go to the uh, Flower Power concert. Chubby Checker, who was performing, right? Um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I've always wanted to see Chubby Checkers, but yeah, that's yeah. going to be cool to see him live. And it says you got you guys got VIP seating for both that and you have dessert for and dessert party for Illuminations. So. Yeah, basically a private dessert party for Illuminations. Um, I assume that's going to be just pretty much the same thing they did last year. You know, just the little uh, area on the lagoon side there, I guess. Probably in pins. Yeah, and of course there's going to be, again, you know, if you ever gone, gone to a D23 event, uh, you don't go home empty handed. They always oh. give you free gifts, so. <laughs> so. What are your thoughts on this whole big event, Mark? And uh, do you have any comments on that? I mean, the event itself, you know, I've, ever since I, well, when I was a D23 member, I, I at least tried to get out to these different events, because I think Disney, Disney's, you know, if someone's going to put on an event, it's going to be Disney, and if they're mm -hmm. going to do it good and grand. And I honestly think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, you're, they're pretty much pulling out most of the stops for here. It's different than the uh, flower, well, the uh, wishes, fireworks, dessert party, and uh, different mm -hmm. events like that. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, as events gets, you know, you're getting pretty major people here. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, D23. A lot of people have complained that the events take place at Disneyland. Not a lot takes place at Walt Disney World, but the events that we have coming up this year, which pretty much coincide with last year. I mean, we have this this event. We're gonna be having the. Uh, uh, food and wine uh, slip and stroll event pretty much similar to what they did last year and of course the uh, big Christmas magic and merriment event which uh, I'm going to try to get tickets for because if they did what they did last year I think I want to go to that because uh, <laughs> there's a VIP tour of the uh, Cinderella Castle Suite oh, very nice so I'll have to be there on day one to get tickets for that this event uh, 
surprisingly did not sell out though the flowers and fireworks event tickets are still available for it yeah i mean i i think part of it is probably because you know there are other really nice events going on uh d23 uh, they're having two subscreens of toy story one two and three Mm -hmm. 3D. They're also having the um, uh, Destination D Disney 55 event. Mm -hmm. We sh we also should talk about the uh, Roy E Disney tribute that was just announced recently too. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Yeah. That I mean, was that's gonna be a really great event if you can get tickets for it. Yeah, I mean that came out of the blue. I mean that's a great way to honor him. I mean he did yeah. so much for this company. Yeah, that's gonna be a really fantastic event. So good luck to anyone who's trying to get tickets for that. It's like I say. <laughs> well, in case you want to tickets going third on sale April twenty third, which by the time you hear the show will pass, but uh, plus you get to all the Imagineers and a lot of big people at Disney will be there for sure. Yeah, and you get to go to the Walt Disney Studios. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's gonna be really amazing. Yeah. But, uh, going back to the Flower and Fireworks Festival, I mean, I when I was there last April, I was there during the Flower Garden Festival, and I like the <laughs> Flower and Garden Festival really nice. I mean, they put so much effort into those topiaries and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was there last May for it, and they started going on, and it's just beautiful. I mean, yeah, basically, Epcot transforms during the Flower and Garden Festival, so, I mean, it's just amazing the amount of detail, you know, just ta great talent that goes into these topiaries every year. It's just it's just amazing. It really is. And the upcoming D23 events, I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, this is my first D23 event that I'm going to, so, I mean... It's going to be interesting to see how uh, the check-in process goes, you know, basically, you know, how you get from point A to point B with the certain events that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, it's just going to be interesting to see how they uh, basically coordinate everything. But from what I heard, it's pretty good stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I expect this thing to be good. I mean, they deal with tens of thousands, well, hundreds of thousands of people on a yearly basis, so mm -hmm. they can move all of them pretty good. You know. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Mark? Uh... Not really. I mean, other than I'm extremely jealous. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty much good. Right. Well, make sure to tune into the Diz Talk segment. <laughs> for um, I'm definitely going to get pictures and videos. And if Disney allows it, I'm gonna, definitely going to be recording some of the presentations. As well as the fireworks. I mean, I'm just going to go all out. <laughs> so, be lots of stuff to look forward to in the next few weeks. Alright, I think that's going to do it for this week's Diz Talk. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Kyle. Now to get you all caught up on this week's Disney and tech news, here's Mark with this week's DizCast News Report. Let's start off this week's news with your Disney news. And joining me for this week's news is my co-host Kyle. Kyle? Hey Mark, how are you? I'm doing good, Kyle. Why don't you start off with our first bit of Disney news here? Well, excellent. Um, the first bit of Disney news this week is, uh, well, not really this week, I guess it's a few weeks ago, but whatever, um, is the opening of the new D Street store in downtown Disney and Walt Disney World. Now, for those of you who don't know, D, D Street is basically a store that sells Violmations, uh, basically those little Mickey Mouse designs, uh, figures that have been floating around for the past few years. Um, I, I like the look of this store. Have you seen videos and photos of it, Mark? Yeah, I have. I mean, the layout of the store is really nice, and I think that they've really embraced Falmation there. 
Yeah, well, I think Biomation is becoming just as big as pins now. I mean, um, if you listen to, uh, what's that podcast called? The Biomation Station over at WDWNT. Uh, they've been showing pictures of basically accessories coming out for them. Uh, like, just all kinds of different stuff. I mean, it's going to be big as pins, if not bigger. Yeah, I mean, Disney, those pins, just as the pins took off for the Millennium Celebration, I think mm-hmm. Biomation has finally really took off, and I like them. I do too. I haven't actually bought any of them yet, though. That's the yes, same, same here. I'm kind of staying away because that's only because it's really inaccessible for me. But yeah, I mean, once I get a chance, I may be buying a few. Yeah. Well, I do like the Park series better than the Urban series, personally. So. Yeah, the Park series and the Muppet series are really good. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking out D Street when I go down in a few weeks, and uh, hopefully get pictures and videos for everybody. Alright, so moving on to our next bit of Disney news here. Uh, Walt Disney World is now offering free admission for stranded passengers from Europe. Now, if you haven't heard about this, uh, with the volcano exploding in Iceland, and I'm not even going to attempt to name the volcano here, but uh, <laughs> Disney, t- both today, which is Tuesday, April uh, 20th, and tomorrow, which is Tuesday, April, t- which is Wednesday, April 21st, they have been offering t- a free d- one-day Disney passes to any Disney park, Plus the Disney water parks. To acquire the free ticket, guests must cancel must show a canceled plane ticket or expired boarding pass and a photo ID. And if you save your parking receipt, Disney will reimburse you. So I mean, Disney, I mean, SeaWorld and Busch Gardens have now have done this, and I think Disney's now finally gonna at least you know all those people stuck in MCO for their basically their flight being canceled because of the volcano erupting. You know, at least they're gonna have some fun time. So their whole Layover is not going to be so so much of a bummer. I also believe Universal is uh, stepping up and doing this too. I I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but that's what I heard this morning. Yeah, I heard uh, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens. And I think it is also Universal. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's a good idea. I mean, these poor people who are just stuck at the airport. I mean, I could not imagine being stuck in MCO. I mean, MCO is a very nice airport, but I mean, to sit there for just hours on end is just you know, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, sitting at any airport for a layover is frustrating. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I dread getting to the airport in a couple of weeks at like four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you still gotta figure out, you know, all these people don't know when they're actually gonna be able to go home. So, you know, to exactly. just have some of that Disney magic for a little while is gonna be pretty good for them. Our next bit of Disney news here is uh, it's fantasy due to the Fantasyland expansion that will be starting. Uh, walls have now been showing up all around Fantasyland. Uh, Pool Plus Playful Spot and um, Ariel's Grotto has now closed to make way for the expansion, and well, it, I mean, not much you really can say, it's just a lot of walls going up to Fantasyland. Yeah, it looks like we're finally seeing the big construction starting with Fantasyland. I'm incredibly excited, but uh, I'm dreading seeing these walls when I go down in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those walls are, I mean, they yes, they theme them well, but of course they always ruin a picture for whatever. But it's just going to be a sea of walls. And yes, as well, far as I know, Mickey's Toontown Fair is still open. Yes, no? Uh, tell, basically, uh, from what I've heard, um, the plan is to uh, close Mickey's Toontown Fair uh, probably in the fall area. So fall, s- winter. Yeah, so soon. Yeah, so very soon. I think this, this is definitely going to be the last year. Um, hopefully, I can go down there and get pictures of it just for, um, you know, just to keep. Because, yeah. you know, I'm... I, I like Toontown. I mean, you know, it's sad to see it go, but I think it's going to be incredible. It's what's going to be coming soon, so. Yeah, I mean, Fantasy, the Fantasyland expansion just looks amazing. Yeah. You know, it's the first really major overhaul Disney has done, basically, since adding the Animal Kingdom. 
Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, a few new rides here and there, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole new land, basically. That's what they're doing. It is, which is really nice. Yeah. All right, and uh, switching coast here just for a moment. Uh, today, actually, was uh, on the official Disney Parks blog. It was officially announced that uh, the World of Color show at Disney's California Adventure will officially be premiering on June 11th, uh, which is incredibly exciting. I can't wait to see it. Um, for those of you who don't know, there have actually been some uh, videos uh, popping up online of people actually uh, recording the entire show of them testing it basically for um, you know executives and imagineers um, I personally haven't seen the entire video because I don't want the, the like the show to be ruined for me but have you seen any of it Mark uh, I've seen very little of it because as you said I don't want to ruin it because if I if and everything falls into place this year I'll be heading out to California to hopefully see it so I oh, don't want go. anything ruined yeah well, a lot of views that they've recorded are just basically the fountains and not the uh, productions that are going up so yeah i mean those fountains look from what i've seen i've seen some of the fountains and those fountains look absolutely stunning yeah i mean it's gonna be an amazing show yeah um, it's, it's just part of that million dollar renovation up to in uh, california venture yeah this is like the first big um, portion of uh, the expansion that's actually being opened isn't it pretty much yeah i mean then i think they're gonna move on to either i think they're starting to work on cars land I yeah, th- Little Mermaid's already going up. The building's yeah, already up. Yeah, they're, they're working on Little Mermaid. They're working on Cars Land. And I th- I'm pretty sure they're going to start retheming the front of the park soon. Yeah, so they're pretty much going all out with that park right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next going back, actually staying on the same coast for this bit of news here, the D23 Expo, the official expo for Disney fans, dates for the 2011 expo have been released. Uh, they are August 19th through the 21st, 2011, and tickets go on sale August 19th of this year, which, you know, it's a year away, but, uh, I mean, yeah, Kyle, you're still a D23 member, I mean, you mm-hmm. plan to go to the event? Absolutely, um, it's interesting, because, um, D23 didn't really release a lot of details about the schedule or anything, and I, I guess it's just because it's a year out, but the one thing they did talk about was, uh, for charter members, uh, basically members who signed up, uh, within the first year and are still members, get exclusive access to a charter member's lounge, which I'm not quite 100% sure what that is. I think that's probably just going to be like a private area for charter members to just sit down and relax during the expo. Um, I'm definitely making it out to the expo next year. Um, after seeing all of the fantastic stuff that we saw last year at the 2009 expo, um, there's no way I'm missing the 2011 expo. Yeah, I, I think everyone in the first expo, I think was a little skeptical what Disney actually was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then after seeing everything Disney put together and how amazing it was, you know, I think that yep. they've, people are definitely now going to start heading out there. I think the interesting thing is, though, is that they uh, not only have they moved it to August instead of September, but they also cut it by a day. Yeah, we're going, what, three days now? Yeah, yeah last year was four. But um, from what people have been saying, people that have been to the expo, the fourth day, really, there wasn't really a lot going on. It was just basically, you know, last day to check everything out. And really, the only big thing there was the John Lester uh, presentation. Other than that, it really wasn't a lot going on, so... All I know is that's going to be one cram-packed three days. Yeah, I mean, I think Disney has a lot of time to, uh, you know, plan everything out. I think they've learned from the first expo. And hopefully, um, you know, there's certain presentation that people want to get into. Uh, they'll be able to have room for everybody. Because um, I know that was a concern last year. Is that a lot of people didn't get into the, some of the presentations that they wanted to. Like the, um, imagine, the Imagineers, not only like 500 people were allowed in there. Um, mm-hmm. The World of Color show... You know, basically showing the entire world of color show is yeah. 
very limited. Um, you know, uh, hopefully that's something that Disney can address. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I'm extremely excited about the expo. And, um, <laughs> I told you this earlier, Mark, but I'll be getting tickets on day one. So. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be holding out because it's still a year away, but uh, you and everyone else will get tickets on day one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, last bit of Disney news here is actually kind of sad one. Um, Unfortunately, this on April 6th of this month, uh, Eddie Carroll, the voice of Jimmy Cricket since the early 70s, has uh, passed away, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, he's done a great voice of Jimmy Cricket in shows like Special Magic. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much any, any voice up from the 70s on that you've heard Jimmy Cricket, it's been his voice. You know, he was in the D23 Expo in 2009. Mm. And, you know, he's definitely going to be missing the Disney community. Yeah, that's a, a tough loss. Um, our friends over at Orlando Tracks and Magazines really interesting they had their booth set up at the d23 expo and right next to them was um eddie and uh you know they have a great video on their blog with him basically doing the voice so i mean it's a it's a it's a tough loss but um he's definitely gonna be remembered for his great voice acting for sure oh yeah just like wayne allen and mickey mouse exactly well that sums up this week's disney news i would like to thank my co-host kyle from joining me and uh let's move on to this week's tech news First off, it's not so news that Apple's iPad has been a big seller for Apple in the last few weeks, but there was yet to be an announcement as to when the 3G model of the iPad would begin shipping. It is now said that the iPad, Wi-Fi, and 3G models will begin shipping on May 7th. And in other Apple news, an Apple employee left his iPhone on a bar stool last month. Now normally this is not news, but the person who found the lost iPhone opened up the case of the so-called iPhone 3GS, only to find what appears to be a prototype iPhone. The iPhone has a front-facing camera, a flush, flat glass back, and has a flash with the camera on the back of the device. Apple has since reclaimed the device, but if you search around the internet with its tech blog such as Engadget, I'm sure you can see pictures and possibly a video of it. And finally, in our all-Apple tech news here, Apple has announced the dates for its WWDC, or Worldwide Developer Conference. The dates are June 7th to June 11th, and this conference is important to tech and Apple fans alike, as this is where, for the past two years, Apple has announced a new iPhone. And that's it for your news this week. As I said at the top of the show, we were going to feature some classic vinyl record Disney music that I found at my grandmother's house. This week's song, we're going to start with a classic, The Mickey Mouse Club March. And in advance, I do apologize for the quality of the audio as it is a very old record. But without further ado, here is The Mickey Mouse Club March. Shouting merrily, M I C K E Y M O U S E. 
We play fair and we work hard and we're in harmony. If you have any comments or suggestions about the show, please feel free to contact us at podcast.sylvies.com. On behalf of everyone here on the DizCast, thank you for joining us this week. Be sure to join us next week. And until then, I'm Brian Summer, wishing you a magical day.